Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Welcome to the Debbie Delight, brought to you by ExpandTheBoxScore.com, with your hosts Ricky Valero and Chris Stoops, bringing you all the guys who should be on your fantasy radar this season and leading into your upcoming rookie draft. Welcome to the leadership of the Daily Delight, brought to you by ExpandTheBoxScore.com. I am your host, Ricky Blair. On today's episode, we're going to continue our player profile. Thank you to the mention of fellow uh, Expand the Box Score uh, guy, Matthew Loans. Uh, he has suggested, obviously, Mr. Penn State alum himself, um, KJ Ham- Hamler. Sorry, I can't even talk right now. As always, I am joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Stoops. How are you, buddy? I am doing fantastic. I was excited whenever he had mentioned uh, KJ because he's a guy that I've watched throughout the season, but I haven't really ever, you know, dove in a little bit deeper to watch the film, to look at the numbers. Um, so definitely excited. I Obviously, in our, our you know, uh, expand the box score chat that we have, Penn State has brought up a lot. So um, <laughs> Seven to ten times a, a day. If, there's a way, it, if there was a way to bring up Penn State, Penn State is brought up. What it reminds me of is you with Joe Burrow. Hey. He's, he's probably mentioned just as much. Whoa. Penn State is. Whoa. I have not I'm mentioned. I'm just saying. I haven't even mentioned Joe Burrow. on the. I, we had a Tua podcast, and I didn't even mention Joe Burrow in that podcast. I should be awarded for that. I am upset. You already said his, you just said his name three times, though. I am extremely up. I need, you know what? I'm finding a new podcast partner. This is it. I'm done. I will be down at the Senior Bowl this week, <laughs> this coming week. And if you are looking for a fellow podcaster that likes college football, please uh, recruit me. I am actively looking for a new, uh, new show to be on because Stoops just hurt my feelings for the last time. And on that note, um, we'll get over it in about five minutes, okay? <laughs> we will, no. No, but seriously, um, it, it, you know, Penn State's brought up a lot, but, I mean, he's making valid points, you know, in our chat whenever he, he talks about the guys and, and all that stuff. So definitely glad he mentioned um, KJ, so we were able to dive in a little bit deeper. Yeah, I am as well because, like, you're, like you said, though, for me it was like I saw a lot of him. You know what I mean? You see a lot of mm-hmm. him. But there's a difference like we talk about. You see a lot of Tua. But once you watch the tape, you get a different feel for guys. Um, that you that you want to see uh, certain intangibles. Does he have this? Does he have that? You know, you're kind of breaking down. What about his hands? What about his footwork? What does he do when he's not getting the ball? Like these are certain things that we're looking at that we don't actually look at when we're watching full games. You know what I mean? We watch Hamler catch a pass and go 70 yards for a touchdown. You're like, man, that player, he is really good. But once you watch the tape, it's like, oh, well, he did this wrong here and this wrong here. So, like, is he going to be able to see the field because of this and that? So that's the exciting thing about breaking these guys down versus just seeing highlights of them each and every week. And that's the biggest thing is if you're able to, to you know, get some cut-ups and able to watch literally every snap that they're on the field, um, that's huge. You know, whether they get the ball or not, especially at the receiver position, um, it's definitely a, a big, big thing to to watch and see what he's doing on a running play. Because we've said it about some other receivers, whether it be good or bad, um, 
that speaks volumes, you know, whether they're aggressive in their run blocking um, or whether they just kind of make it through and do what they need to do. So um, definitely love to watch whenever they're on the play or on the field every single time. All right, Stoops, kick us off with your pros for Mr. KJ Hamler. Yeah, so some things um, that I noticed uh, very, very quickly. Um, he's fast. He is very, very fast. Um, he's quick. He's agile. He's you name it that can can be used in a fast, quick, agile, whatever word you want to say. He, he's it. Um, you got to love seeing that. Obviously, he, he's able to make a lot of plays. Um, he's the electric player that you see whenever we had talked about P Ryan, how he's kind of missing that edge with Hamler, man, he's the one that has those electric plays and he stands off, you know, on, on the footage. So you love seeing that off the line very quick. Um, that's one thing I really like to see because you have, you've seen some other receivers where they're able to create separation down the field, which is it, which is great, but off the line, they kind of struggle. He's got a quick first step. And he's able to make those cuts and get off the line very, very quick. So I love seeing that. And his route running, to me, it was a very smooth um, – he has smooth route running abilities. So I love watching that. He's able to create the separation on that aspect. Um, so I love seeing that, you know, play after play, essentially. Uh, he, he goes full speed on, on just about every play because he is so fast. He's able to create – that separation and even if he's not the first um or second option which a lot of times he is because of his talent he's able to to become that option with his speed and create the separation a lot of what you see like with a Tyreek Hill where he just uses that speed he gets open so so the quarterbacks obviously look in their way so that's that's a couple things that I really did notice while watching um some some tape of Hamler yeah that's the thing he's dynamic he's athletic put the ball in his hand he's going to make plays um, he has he's phenomenal value in the punt return game. I think that that's going to kind of showcase his ability on the next level. Obviously, he's not going to be, uh, you know, kind of spoiler alert here. I don't think he's going to be taken amongst kind of your your elite receivers. But in order for a rookie to see the field, you'd like to see that he's got the capability of returning the ball, and he's a very good um, punt returner. Um, he's, he's, you know, I just think he, that's the one reason, one reason why I think he sees the field a little bit faster, because once you start making those dynamic plays through the punt return, then the, you know, the coaches kind of figure out a way to get you the ball in your hands, um, through, you know, throughout the game period, um, and getting those short intermediate passes. I mean, 17 plays of over 21, uh, 21, uh, yards is fantastic. This guy gets the ball. He's dynamic. He's fast. He's, he's phenomenal to watch. He's fun to watch. Um, there's a lot of things that I, I don't like. We'll talk about those things in a minute. But, I mean, I, I do love the fact that, you know, he had 56 catches uh, prior, you know, 56 catches at 30 first downs. That, that to me, you know, converting those first downs, we talked about that. We, we brag. We talk until we're blue in the face on some of those things. Um, you know, on sh- a third and medium, he's got five, nine of his, uh, nine of his, five of his nine catches went for first downs. That's big to me. Uh, he's not a big red zone threat, obviously with his size, you know what I mean? He's not going to be. So that's, that's a difference. Obviously when you're looking at, um, his stats, you don't see that he's in between the twenties. He's not really all that great. In my opinion, he's either going to take it to the house or it's going to be a loss. And I'll talk about that in a, in a few minutes on the con section, but that's some of the things that that kind of stood out to me was is he's a home run guy and that to me is one of those things and watching him on tape and i know this is not going to be a popular statement but watching him kind of reminded me of henry ruggs i think they're kind of one and the same player ruggs i think is a little bit more polished and has a little bit more routes in his wheelhouse but he kind of reminded me of him when i was watching his tape stoops 
Yeah, well, and like you said, I mean, being a home run threat, when you look at his career touches, um, 62, essentially 63% of his total touches have gone for eight yards or more, and almost 24% of them have gone for 21-plus yards. Um, it, it's just it's, it's, it's crazy to see. And when you look at the stats from this season, I mean, six games with five-plus receptions, nine um, with 50-plus receiving yards, and six of the games he had a touchdown. Um, all six of his touchdowns went for 21 yards or more, and three of them went for 30 yards or more, and two of them for 50-plus yards. So, I mean, when you're talking – a big play threat he's your guy you know and we i just think a lot of the the football um not organizations you know schemes coaching staffs whatever they're looking for these guys you know what i mean Um, because we talked about it with you know a courtney davis a jalen rager now we've got hamler like there's so many of them out there um it, it it almost reminds me of um how, for example, I talked about on, on previous um, quarterback episodes where the, the game is changing. So you almost have to change your mindset and evolve with the game to where these guys are what teams want. You know, how now Marquise Brown, he got drafted, you know, super early last year because of his speed. So, um, again, I, I'm with you. I don't, again, spoiler, I don't see him being one of those top guys. But nonetheless, a team will take him because of that dynamic ability. So, um Definitely love to watch what he what I saw on film, and he was very electric with it. And that's that's essentially his game. He's fast, and he's a big play threat. All right, Steve, kick us off with some cons for Mister Hamler. So the biggest thing that that I do have um, his size. I mean, five nine, one seventy six. Obviously, um, we have seen you know, some, some not ideal size players at the NFL level succeed very, very well. Um, I just, I just think that that is a con towards him. And, and, you know, a lot of guys, they have that chip on their shoulder where they're doubted, you know, well, you said I wasn't, uh, you know, I didn't have good size, so I wasn't gonna be able to do this or do that. And they come in and just prove everybody wrong. I I think he's capable of doing that, but I think his size is going to definitely be his biggest, um, biggest downfall um and to me it's more so the weight it's more so the weight than the height yes obviously being a receiver you would love to be taller than five nine but being 176 pounds you've got linebackers that will curl you it's one of those things where they're just gonna especially if he's running across the middle they're gonna just take him out you know yes there are the rules now against defensive players and, and so on and so forth but I just think he needs to put on a little bit more weight, which, you know, yes, it could hinder his speed. But I just think the way the training can work, he can build muscle and he can build, you know, gain some weight, but still keep his speed. Um, so I would love to see that. But other than that, to be honest with you, um, that's my biggest thing on him. And it can always come back where I said before, is it a pro at a con? And I talked about it on the pro side, the fact that he is such a big play threat. Um, but outside of that, He's just very, I don't want to say hit and miss, um, you know, because they spread the ball around quite a bit at Penn State. But just the fact that essentially all of his his plays to where he, he got huge chunks of yards were huge plays. So you'd love to see him be able to make those short intermediate passes and er, uh, receptions and, you know, make some plays out of that as well, whether, even if it's not a large play. But what do you got on him? What are some cons? Yeah, that's the big thing. He his his in traffic in traffic catchers are rare. Um, he's gonna get hit. He's not gonna be able to make the big plays. My biggest concern with him is like the bigger DBs are gonna destroy this guy. And you're right, the linebackers are gonna kill this guy. So I think durability could become a concern. 
um, on that next level. I'm not saying that he's going to get injured. It's going to happen. But, I mean, he's, it's going to take one or two of those serious clock cleaners for him to be like, oh, man, like this is – you're right. The biggest thing for me is 176 pounds at 5'9". Man, that's not a lot of weight. You know what I mean? He's got to be able to take a hit. His size and strength. I, I don't think he's got enough strength in his body as well to kind of – really elevate himself in that next level. I think that he needs to kind of bulk up a little bit per se. Um, the biggest concern, obviously, we talked about the pros of it. Like this year alone, 49 touches this year went from for 70 uh, for seven or less yards. So it's like one of those things where it's like, it's either home run or it's done. You know what I mean? The catches are there obviously some from time to time, but I think he's a one-trick pony, and I understand that trick pony is going to go off from time to time. I just don't know if he's going to be a viable asset every single day or every every single game. And that, to me, is where he needs a lot of work. I don't think that he's got a lot of route um, running capabilities either. His footwork's not great. A lot of coachable things, yes, on that next level, but a lot of things that are going to hinder his progress and hinder his value heading into the draft. And that, that's the thing. We both said this off the air but this is like one of those guys i feel like could have really helped with another year in college you know what i mean like this draft class is is loaded with wide receivers absolutely loaded with studs and it's like man it's like and not not to say next year's not not to not to say that but at the same time like man this is one of those loaded years where i think that maybe he could have went back kind of polished his skill set a little bit per se and and gotten better and then come out next year and maybe had you know, more of a showcase. I just feel like there's so much, the sample size is not grand because it's home run or bust for him. While sometimes with like a rugs, you do have some plays where he goes and he doesn't have like 47, you know, you know, 47%. I mean, I'm sorry, 55% of his, you know, uh, touches are not going for less than seven yards. And it's so crazy to see a stat like that. Yes, they're getting him the ball, but at the same time, I don't think at the same rate the NFL is going to transition to giving him this many touches. He's not going to get this many touches per game. You know what I mean? He's not going to have this many targets and opportunities to go two or three yards. Once it's sniffed out, I don't think he gets another opportunity per se. Maybe he gets one or two. And yeah, he could take it to the house. And it's like, oh yeah, I, you know, it was a great week this week. But I think that we're going to see a lot more of those you know, two or three catches for, you know, 50 yards, two or three catches for, you know, like the one game he had against the Rutgers, five catches, 22 yards. You know what I mean? That's kind of what we're looking at, I think, um, for, you know, for Hummer heading into next year, Stoops. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's one of those things, especially when you're playing in PPR leagues. Yeah, okay, cool. He could have, you know, and don't get me wrong, if he scores a touchdown, then essentially he makes his week, even if it is just two catches, 50 yards and a touchdown. Like, you'll take that. But at the same time, if it's two catches for 50 yards, you're looking at seven points, you know, and that's just not not a good uh, PPR uh, production from your receiver if he's doing that week after week. So it's just the fact that he's a play guy that he'll get you yards, but he may not get you a lot of receptions and he may not even get you a touchdown. So um, I'm just going to jump into it from the fantasy outlook of things. Um, I think he can make an impact. He is that type of player that put in the right scheme, um, and especially um, if you're in a league where you get points for punt returns, kick returns, anything like that, I think he's going to be a guy that is used in that aspect at the next level. So um, you can gain some extra points out of that. So I think he'll make an impact. But to be completely honest with you, um, I'm steering clear of him. Uh, I, I just – I. 
I need to see a landing spot. And I know that sounds like such kind of a, a cop-out answer, I guess you could say, but this one, I, I truly do. There are some other guys that, you know, yeah, I want to see landing spot, but I'm going to take that chance on them. Hamler for me, he, he's one that I personally am going to steer clear um, of until it is much, much closer to a, a um, you know, the draft time. So if, if you're in a Debbie league and, you know, Hamler's out there, um, if you can get him for cheap, perfect. Take that chance on him, you know, via trade or anything like that. But if people are, you know, higher on him and they're going to want to pay up or, or want you to pay up, personally, I would hold off until we see landing spot and kind of where we're going with that. So, yes, I think he can make an impact, but I, I'm personally, I, I wouldn't hold your breath and, you know, expect him to be this next top notch, you know, elite talent. I agree 100%. Folks, do us a favor. Head on over to expandtheboxscore.com to check out the college football database. They just updated it. I think it looks fantastic. Use promo code Stoops for 10% off. Give Stoops a follow at Stoops1990. Give myself a follow at the Debbie, or at Ricky Vlair underscore. Give the show a follow at the Debbie Delight. Um, and until next time, we'll talk to you guys soon. See y'all later.